I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, 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 and welcome to the new normal. Uh, this is the uh, the show from the Guilty Feminist about life and feminism in lockdown. And today, my amazing guest is Nicola Coughlin, who you will probably know um, uh, from Derry Girls. Um, and uh, she's an incredible actress, uh, but she does, she's, she, her IMDb, uh, go on it right now. I know that she's currently in a corset. Well, not in a corset because of lockdown. But I saw lots of wonderful ringlet and corset action, and which we want to ask her about today. Um, so when we've got a quorum on, I will invite Nicola on. And meanwhile, you can get our new normal T-shirts. Uh, all of the 100% of the profits go to the artist, um, to the guest of the day, because a lot of our guests are live gig to gig. Their comedians live gig to gig or they're actors that can't currently act because um, audiences and both audiences and film sets are illegal. Although I believe film sets are starting up again a little bit, socially distanced film sets. Um, so let me, uh, so you can go to guiltyfemist.com, look at merchandise and you can go to uh, the new normal t-shirts. They say stay at home. They say the quote uh, from the guest. So it's something the guest says. So no doubt Nicholas Day will say something brilliant. Um, it could be either funny or profound. Tom Allen says, um, uh, I am enough. And then in brackets, and sometimes too much. Um, there is a brilliant one uh, from uh, Ellen Jones that says, big gay mess. Uh, we do not know. Someone says, already have the Sindhu V one. What does the Sindhu V one say? I forgot what the Sindhu V one says. Um, but put, us, put, it, put it below. So Nicola's going to say something today. Um, they are locally sourced and uh, the... They're printed on demand uh, and the fabric is traceable. So there's no waste. They will, it will only be made if you ask for it. Um, can they be printed on black? I don't think they can. I think it is just, we've got these locally sourced um, traceable fabric t-shirts. So only white, but they are very good. I know what you mean about white though. Are you thinking I'm going to spill something on it and only be able to wear it one day? That's very much my MO as well. Okay, so I think we've got a quorum now and Nicola's here. So let me bring her on. And in five, four, three, two, one. Oh, no time for this English polite shit. Hi! Hi! Hi. Hello! How hello, are you doing? Hello. You look so pretty. Oh, oh my it's, God. It's, it's a ring light. 
you've done your makeup as well though it's beautiful it's very you know subtle what? but like a when you don't do it for so long and you put it on you're like who is she i don't i don't know this fancy lady i absolutely um. <laughs> agree i didn't do mine today and i'm feeling it i'm feeling like you look so pretty some days i do bother for the new no, you look and beautiful. Days, i think that's it overextending the it's situation true. my hair needs a wash but uh but i have face armor which are these big uh Therese yeah these are great these and are it means that if I don't get to do eyeliner, I don't feel so bad. Yeah, I know the way. I know the but way. You look really pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know that's not the main thing about feminism, though. No, I know. but I, I mean, it feels good to hear it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but at the moment in lockdown, I do need to hear that <laughs> no. I'm pretty. And I'll tell you this. I'm a feminist, but this is true. They announced that we could have treatments on the 4th of July. Oh, no way. And I... And being really careful about, like, I'm not just going, fine, I can have a load of people on my, I've got a little outdoor space upstairs. And I'm having the exactly the amount of people I'm allowed. And I'm not doing that. I'm like, let's all be careful. Let's stay in lockdown. Maybe we can have one person or maybe two if we stay really far away from each other. But I'm really not, I'm not just going out and doing everything again. I'm like, yeah, I don't trust this government. But on the treatments no. front, I have <laughs> to admit to you, I... Everything was booked up on the 4th of July immediately as soon as they announced yeah. it. I have booked in a series of things for the 5th of July. Oh. I'm going to be waxed from head to foot. Oh, Even yeah. areas that on which there are no hair. <laughs> I just want to feel... I want to feel being alive again. You know that feeling of when you're waxed and you just feel alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the actual pain. It's oh, like, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant the smoothness. Sorry, I've, I've misunderstood. I've the misunderstood. sharp pain of a wax that makes yeah, me yeah, feel yeah. alive, you know, and the I know smoothness. I've missed the feeling of someone like absolutely grading into my cuticles, you know, when they just really go for it and you're like, ah, oh, and they're like, suck it up. And they just like keep going. A hundred percent. Yeah, like, like my hat, like I have tiny baby hands when I don't have nails. They're just like... Even I, when I was filming Bridgerton, which you were just talking about, I, I said to them, I was like, I think I still need nails for this because I just feel like, you know, she's a, she's a lady and she like, so they let, you know, I, I talk enough that they let me keep them for the whole filming. Now, my plug for your new show was not as strong as it could have been, just <laughs> in, a, in a ringlets and a bonnet is not, is a, a corset, but I did see lots of beautiful pictures of you I think actually on our WhatsApp group there was. You might have. Of you. Oh yeah, you you will have seen um, photos that I probably shouldn't have been sharing, but a full costume and stuff. Yeah, I no, did not say. No, that. it's fine. It's fine. It's my own fault. Um, no, but um, we're not allowed to share anything on Instagram or because when it launches, it's it's a they, there's a big old launch plan for Bridgerton. It's very very exciting. But they were like, as much as we keep everything really really secret until that time. So one day I was like, can I post a picture of a glove? From this costume and they were like no <laughs> no, wow. no you cannot okay so when i say i've seen it i've only seen it in absolute private yeah i have not seen it not on probably. social media <laughs> no oh my god i've just lost you the i've just no, lost your it's job fine. It's fine. yeah netflix gonna be like mm, bitch what are, you, what are you sending what are you doing yeah people are asking if you have a launch date what's it called it's called bridgerton Bridgerton. It's, it's definitely it's definitely this year, and they're looking at the latter end of this year is what they've told me officially. So I don't have an actual full date yet, but yeah, it would definitely be this year. 
I'm really excited for it. Us Bridgerton. Huh? What's, the, what's the top line? Can you pitch us Bridgerton? Yeah, so Bridgerton is a series of novels written by a lady called Julia Quinn. It revolves around a family in Regency London. So that's around like, you know, that's Jane Austen time. But we had a historical advisor who said to us, she said, look, Jane Austen is like a peasant to you guys. You guys are the hoi pillow. You're the real rich bitches in London. Like those people, you just, you know, all this kind of stuff. You, it's, it's all jewels and it's, it's, it's glamour and it's big color and big hair and tiaras and all this kind of stuff. Wow. So it focuses around this family. And then there's another family called the Fedringtons who are the kind of anti-hero family. And I am one of the daughters in that family called Penelope. And when I got cast in the role, I started to look up the book series and I was like, oh, the fans really care about this character a lot. Like she's, she's, a, she's a big deal for them. Because, you know, I auditioned and it, it's a Shonda Rhimes show. And it's her first one for Netflix. And um, what Shonda, I, can you just tell, I know who Shonda Rhimes is, but can yes. you just tell the viewers what Shonda Rhimes has done before? Uh, yeah, of course. So Shonda Rhimes is, I think, the most powerful woman in television. She's incredible. She's an icon. She, um, she founded Grey's Anatomy. Founded, that's not the right word. She created Grey's created Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Scandal had to go with murder. She produced all of those shows. She's just a powerhouse. She really fights for equality for women for, you know, for representation her, for her people. Her representation record is phenomenal, isn't it? Phenomenal, and it's phenomenal in Bridgerton too, and I'm really, really, really proud of that. Um, I think it's gonna be like the casting, it wasn't so much colorblind, they did think about it, but it's just, it's integrated, it's amazing. It's the way the future of TV should be, and that's something that had put me off watching period dramas in the past, because I was like, does it really need to be the same regurgitated white person's story mm-hmm. that you know we've seen a billion times and that's what I loved about the scripts and I think that they've done really really well the people that we shot with it was great very exciting that's very very exciting well I, I can't wait to see it um and you've got such a period phase oh that's really funny because when I was at drama school they <laughs> someone I don't know who it was but they were like you are never going to do a period drama your face is really modern and I never quite knew how to tell I was like I don't really know I don't know what that means, but you absolutely very, do I mean, have a period phase. I don't think phase. you can count Dairy Girls as a, a period. It, it technically is a period piece. It is a period it's piece. Not modern it's not day, piece, yeah. But I, I rarely do anything that's set in the now. <laughs> so I, I went to university in '97, so <laughs> I am also a period piece <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I remember that era very well. Um, so you know i feel like when i watch it i'm like oh those songs and i know those i mean i obviously wasn't raised in or in derry or in northern ireland and there's you know the the but i you know anyone who like i've lived in london you know in the mid 90s and you remember the troubles really well and you know it's it's such a unique brilliant uh brilliant show it's a phenomenal show I mean, Lisa um, is just, yeah, she's phenomenal. Lisa, who created it and, and writes it, writes every single episode, which is a real rarity on television. I think people don't realize that to have one writer with that kind of vision that just goes through and through. And it's, yeah, it's such an incredible time. And I think Lisa said herself, she was like, oh, I don't really want to write anything about the troubles ever and tried to write Dairy Girls in modern day. Ah. And uh, Liz Lewin, who's the exec producer, was like, no, because she was like, that it's, it's so interesting and it's so... And it's also, it's so defined how Lisa grew up and the time and everything. So I think it was, yeah, the right thing. And it's, you know, it's, I didn't grow up in Northern Ireland. Sometimes people, well, it's understandably get confused. I grew up down south, what we call the Republic of Ireland. So even a lot of the, 
different isms and stuff like they were they were new to me as well oh. so yeah we don't say we in or anything like that that's we don't really say we was we? it hard to um master the northern irish accent or is that something you could do growing up irish can you no, just do it no i i weirdly i started working as an actor when i was quite young i used to do voiceover for cartoons and things oh. and i used to watch you know like youngest child oddball like watch a lot of television and used to mimic the accents back but it's funny back in the day you just wouldn't really hear as many ac irish accents on tv you'd hear american and you'd hear like our PRC pronunciation, the Queen's English accent. So I could kind of mimic those. So I got my first voiceover job, oh, voiceover job at like 14, I think. And I used to play the little English princesses and they were wow. Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tales. So that's what I started in. And then when the audition came through for Dairy Girls, I had never done a Northern Irish accent because bizarrely they're in a very, it, it, it sits in a very different place in your mouth. You don't, it just, it, it, it's not how I speak at all. Even though it's a tiny island and, Geographically, we're not too far. The accents are so different. So I spent a long time trying to learn. I didn't know whether I could do it or not, but I got very, I get obsessive about accents because I find them very, very Did you have to learn it before the audition? I, yeah, I got the audition through and I made a, a YouTube playlist of all the people I knew from Derry. Nadine Coyle of Girls Aloud was the big one. Yeah. So, you know, of her working with Flyer. I love working with Flyer. That's a big, you know, she's, she's a great one to listen to. And then it was literally, I would, I found like a post on, that I'd written on Facebook, which was like, who knows anyone from Derry? And I would just, you know, put them, like there was different, um, like football managers and people would do the accent tag and stuff like that on YouTube. But yeah, I still have the playlist. Wow. And so, now is it a second nature to you? No, I still think about it a lot. And Louisa, who plays Orla, is the other non- real dairy girl we're both the, the the fake ones so we still I still think about it a lot it's funny because when we went back to shoot season two it was it was mad how popular the show had gotten but you still have to go back to the to the ground roots of what it was and you know the dynamic that we have together and it just it, that kind of it just exists in a bubble between us so you just go back into it and but yeah I still think about it all the time I'm not like yeah it, it, but you could presumably ad lib in that accent I think so, but it's also a totally different kind of voice because Claire, she's very highly strung. So it's not really, it's not really just an accent. It's like a whole thing. Yes, of course, because <laughs> it's a character. Of course, everyone's yeah. different. It's um, kind of developed. Just <laughs> said in caps, "I am not a crack killer." I am not uh, a crack killer. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite line of hers ever because it's just like you'd be like, "But you are though." But you, you're not. You, you definitely are a crack killer. Like she, she hundred percent is. Bless her. Killer. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, she's she is, but you you do. There are times when she you need a crack killer in a group. You do. So the oh, crack absolutely. doesn't escalate into violence, trouble. You know, like if, uh, falling off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, we is. always say like you know uh, Claire and Michelle are the angel and the devil. They like oscillate between the two, and they they balance each other out. <laughs> yes, that's so yeah. true. We had Jamie Lee on the show the other night. Yeah. She's so phenomenal. And she's brilliant. Uh, you, I mean, you all are, you brilliantly, um, some of the people won't know, but you came to um, do a show with us for Amnesty International called uh, The Secret Policeman's Tour, which yeah, is a that sort was of legacy so show. Um, Siobhan McSweeney and I wrote, who plays um, Sister Michael, yeah. um, put together a sketch, which with, with, um, with permission, of course, from very graciously from. Uh, Lisa and Channel Four and Hattrick. Is it Hattrick? Hattrick. Yeah, yeah. Hattrick. Um, and it was so much fun to 
to sort yeah. of put on its feet and uh uh just 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 so much fun but also so much fun to see you playing live and seeing the uh somebody saying that was the best day of my life oh oh my god was that oh. you seeing the edinburgh show when you came out onto the stage the love because i all of you said oh you know we haven't played these characters on stage before this no is a bit no not at all intimidating you know to sort of have to suddenly bring it out and i think the um the the response i knew what the response of the audience they would be hysterical <laughs> and they were hysterical. they were amazing that audience it was such it was an amazing like that that really feels like another lifetime ago doesn't it really but it, yeah to do that for like for like a huge audience and that whole show with so many amazing people in it and it was yeah it was it was brilliant it was so much fun can i ask what thank you for doing it by the way human rights oh, thank you um, you were funny and you're also very funny on the sofa as well um <laughs> what uh can i ask you have you got a uh, a hobby in lockdown has have you developed something new uh or done something that you wouldn't have done otherwise do you think and the answer can be no 100 um i because i was i was filming bridgerton last year for eight months finished in february and it's a long it, time in a bonnet no do you know what our costume designer banned bonnets you won't see a single bonnet in bridgerton it's no very, bonnets. It's a very punk imagination of Regency London. Zero bonnets. bonnets free show. Yeah. zone. Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, I like the bonnet free zone. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so, it, you know, the schedule is quite crazy, especially January, February was like getting up at 4 a.m., being picked up, driving to set, being there, you know, two hours hair and makeup in the morning, costume, the corsets, all that stuff, filming all day, getting derigged as another hour in the evening, getting wig off, corset off and then an hour's drive home. So I would often be gone from 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like that was my work day. So I had like, I didn't cook. I didn't, I couldn't exercise. I couldn't do anything because at yeah. the weekend after working like that, I was like, I cannot do anything. So since it's, like, it's obviously been such a crazy change of pace for everybody, but I love having time to cook and do all of that. And like, I mean, what a wanker, I hate myself, but I have started running again. <laughs> No, I don't hate yourself. You sometimes we need the endorphins. I was saying to Jamie Lee, no. you have to listen to our bodies. Whatever our bodies 100%. needs. And if that body needs to be just completely chilled and stretching or lying yeah. on the sofa eating some chocolate, that's what it needs. And if it needs to be running, it needs to be running. I think it is so retuned us back in with our bodies, actually. I think so too. I definitely think so because I used to a couple of years ago when I was like unemployed and had nothing going on my sister made me start it and I was like I will never be into this I'll never like it and then it like it really helped me and it, I was like but then you know you fall in and out of things and when you get busy you're like okay I don't have time to do this whereas now I'm like well I've got no excuse um so yeah I do like 30 minutes a day probably like five days a week not every day but yeah but I can't I can't communicate with my brain to be like because before I do it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. I hate it. And then after I do it, I'm like the most smug asshole in the world. I'm like, wow, I guess fitness is my life. And I guess, you know, this, <laughs> I'm just a runner now. And, you know. I I absolutely hear that. I have, <laughs> I've, I've talked about this on this before, but I've started dance lessons. Mm. And I've now, I said to my dance teacher, I've been dancing for three months now. We've been in lockdown for three months. Yeah. We're 12 weeks now. And I've been, I think, because I started the, the week before we were officially in lockdown. So it's been, I think, 12 weeks um, dancing every single day. And, um, and today, because I've got a singing thing coming up, you know how comedians sometimes have to sing? 
Yes. <laughs> and I love singing. I say have to sing, like I'm being forced. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I was working with a brilliant singing teacher today called Louise Young, who was uh, just before I got on this, who was uh, teaching me how to find my belt through shouting. Oh, doing, yes. Hey, hey. So my yeah. neighbors, I couldn't quite shut the window in here. And I was like, my poor neighbors, as I'm sort of going, <laughs> hey, hey. Did you, and I wanted to ask you, because you went to drama school, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, did you have to do lots of, oh, can I share who do task us with? Yes, uh, uh, Melissa Bravo, who's absolute brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, and I put her, you know, I had to do a, one of those things for the Telegraph, the, um, my, about, you know, what are you listening to? What are you watching? That's yeah. called My Splendid Isolation. And I referenced her in there. So if you ever can't remember, Google me and the Telegraph, my splendid isolation and Melissa Bravo will pop up. Um, uh, did you do have to do singing and dancing at drama school? Uh, not that we did movement classes. So like we did like very bizarre stuff like animal studies. Oh, okay. So you have I know to that. Like, be an animal. It was just, it's like truly bizarre. And I loved the singing classes. I absolutely adored them. Like I remember I, I so I went to two drama schools. I did a foundation course at the Oxford School of Drama. Yes. And then I did my master's at Birmingham School of Acting, which has now changed its name. It's Royal Birmingham Conservatoire now. Oh, if you don't fancy. mind. Um, but yeah, I, I love the group singing and we sang Seasons of Love from Rent <laughs> at Oxford. <laughs> and I was like so about that and like, oh, loved it. And so I, they that. let me sing a lot of like patter songs. So they're like the kind of da 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 Because I, you know, I'm from Galway and I naturally talk very, very fast. Something I've had, since moving oh. to the UK, I've had to learn how to slow it down. Slow down. And, but yeah, but naturally, my natural pace is like, da 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 Somebody's saying, Derry Girl Shitpost is saying, I'm surprised, Nicola, that you haven't filmed a Hamilton one-woman show during lockdown. Oh, I know. I know. I'm so obsessed with Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that, so that's, that's Charlotte. Not, she, not she, um, she runs expecting. that amazing account, and she was at the show, because she's from Scotland, so she was at the show that night in Edinburgh. Oh! Mm -hmm. Did yeah, you meet Derry Girl Shitpost. I see. We met that night. We met, we met backstage. Yeah, we all came out and said hello. It was great. I'm, and she made I'm, a shortbread, and it was delicious. Why is it called Derry Girl Shitpost? I think I'm too old to understand. I think it's an internet thing, just a very granny. Okay, um. so Derry Girl Shitpost, who we, I think we met you at the stage door. I remember that. Yes. Um, I remember you were there. I can you explain to us what shitposts are? We don't know. Yes, um, we might need to explain to us. <laughs> best day ever, you're saying, but can you explain? Um, can I ask you, has anything about lockdown... Oh, because my posts are shit. Is it, it's it's, it's not a young person. They're excellent. I see, like, other shit post things online. I hate I my edits. Okay, this might just be a sort of self-deprecating Gen Z thing. We don't really... Yeah, we no, have no great. full they're access. Great. I full disagree. Full disagree. <laughs> full dis yes, we we are we are fully we are fully in disagreement and other and other things young people say. Um, <laughs> can I? Uh, someone says I thought it was hit posts. That would be better. Dairy girls hit posts. I also did. I I uh, as I said I'm. Oh, I'm, maybe I'm, it is I'm, dairy girls hit posts. I'm an old I'm an old millennial. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, you, you play very young people, don't you? I do, you, I do, you yeah. You obviously play a schoolgirl in Derry Girls. That's, yes. not, a, that's not a spoiler. Um, uh, so you, you've got, I mean, a, a, a useful and period face. This is so useful. <laughs> so useful. So useful. Um, Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So is there anything about this whole experience that surprised you, either your reaction to it or human beings' reaction to it? Yeah, I think I was talking to friends the other day and I was saying, I think you can, we're all kind of ticking a lot. I think the human brain is an incredible thing. And I think we're all sort of adapting as best we can. But I think we, I think we don't realize maybe how much stress we're under because Mm. there's been little things that have bugged me. And I'm normally like quite, okay, I'm quite chill. I'm like, you know, whatever. But just like certain little things. And I'm like, I can't believe this. I'm just, ah. And I'm like, whoa, totally. What's up with my brain? Like, that's not how I normally react. So I think the stress will, will manifest somehow. But, you know, we just need to, yeah, that's one thing that I've noticed. Hard relate. Very yeah. relatable content there. I <laughs> suddenly will be like, cry about something that is so minuscule. And I'm like, why am I crying? Or why am I yeah. freaking out? And it is just the stress seeping out, you know. And, yeah, um, it'll, get, it'll get you. I mean, it's not good. I always think, like, feel your feelings is it. I, I try and live by that. I'm like, it's if you feel shit, that's okay. And you're angry, that's okay. But then I think it's not like repressing it, but I think it's just because we, especially with everything going on right now, everything going on in America, everything going on with the government, yeah, every, like yeah. everything, there's so much shit going on that it's natural. Like we need to go, that's fine that we feel like that because the world is quite a mad place right now. This world is is like, I have never known it to be. And some of mm. it is sort of like lancing a boil, like the Black Lives Matter movement coming to a head in the way that it has both in America and here and, you know, in Australia for indigenous people and around Mm -hmm. the world is, is so important. Like it's, you know, we can say, oh God, you know, we thought 2016 was a bad year and this is so much worse. But actually, if you were a black person in America, 2016 yeah. was a worse year or hit or here like i'm not i don't know why i'm saying oh, yeah. just no, in america. No, no, it's absolutely. not just in america but obviously that's where the movement started yeah because if something terrible happened to you know if you if you suffered state violence nobody 
the, none, none of the people with the influence to stop it were listening. Um, yeah. And something is, it feels like me, too, I don't want to parallel it to me too, because it feels that the violence is so much more uh, visceral and uh, sustained and brutal. Yeah. Um, but in terms of process, it, looking at that model where it becomes a global conversation, it mm -hmm. comes to a boiling point, it says, but people start saying no more, no more, no more. And then at least the gaslighting ends. At least. Oh, yeah. Huge. People don't look at you now like, really, though? Yeah. Is that what it's like? At least there's a general quorum of acceptance. Yeah, that for sure. These things have happened to women and uh, in some cases continue to happen and there, there must be consequence. And so I'm hoping that for Black Lives Matter. But what an intense time. And like, you know, if we found it intense as white people, I don't, you know, I'm not. Oh, 100%. You know. I mean, I've tried to reach out to my black friends. We're like, look, I hope you're okay because this is fucking, it's hard, sorry for swearing. <laughs> no, this no, is, no, it's, no. I mean, I, yeah, I'm finding it really draining. Like the whole thing and people's reactions, it's like, the lack of empathy is something that really upsets me about the world in general mm -hmm. and people and yeah the gaslighting is a, is a big one or people are going why does this I mean I I did a post the other day about these incredible black owned businesses and you can go look it's on my Instagram but I asked mm -hmm. people to send them to me and then I got so many people being like why are you not supporting white businesses and I just wanted to say fuck off yeah I won't say that to them directly but I just am like what like stop i mean the people that are trying to feel oppressed right now is truly on another level on another level i'm like you're not you were never discriminated against because of the color of your skin so just don't even try just yeah. don't it doesn't mean everything in your life has always been easy it means no. that being white wasn't one of the things that made it harder 100 and, and when the when we can see the potentially uh, the very the often the, the the often violent and potentially fatal consequences mm -hmm. of having more melanin in your in your skin in in a world of white supremacy. You know, you can't you 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 cannot argue with what you've seen, but people still do. People still do. You... It's it's mad how how brainwashed people can be and how much they're like. I had someone. I mean, I've had I've had an interesting week on twitter i was gonna say 24 hours it's been a whole it was first like a bunch of white supremacists that got like really mad at me because i was like the irish were not slaves and i meant that in the term i should have specified what i meant but i meant that in terms of what has happened in america mm -hmm. we didn't we were not shipped over to america in that way our children were not ripped from us we don't suffer the generational damage that that has caused yeah. that's still happening right now we went from but we were, the Irish were terribly, terribly oppressed as a people. That's, that's fact, but it's, it's separate. Also, we went from that to privilege really fucking quickly, really quickly. Mm -hmm. We don't get discriminated against now. Like people, it's like you can, you can acknowledge your past without negating someone else's experience. And I think it's just, so that was one thing that people were really pissed off. That's about. the the oppression Olympics of, you know, oh, yeah. but you've, bullshit. you've been very brilliantly vocal on trans issues as well. And, and I really, yeah. um, always support and love your posts um oh, thank you and i've been posting too but i think you're so you sort of you have such a visceral heart about that and i think um you know it's been a really tough week for trans people as well and Brandy. it's and if you're if you're if you're trans and black at the moment the the amount i mean the, the average the they the there's evidence that the the, the average lifespan of a black trans woman is 35 
I don't that's have it doesn't ex- break people's hearts. I don't I don't understand. I really don't understand that. And I don't understand is, why I have trans if friends you have a binary friends who have been hurt so badly, mm-hmm. so badly by this. And the whole that they uh, it's another form of gaslighting going, that woman said nothing wrong. She said nothing wrong. And I'm like, okay, even me, a cis, able bodied white woman with all the privilege in the fucking world, mm-hmm. has gotten dogs abuse this week. Dogs abuse. It's not even my issue. And I'm finding it hurtful. And I have that level of protection mm-hmm. from it where it's like one step removed. But I've been called every name under the sun. I've been called a misogynist. I've been told I'm pandering to men. I've been told all that, like, it's hideous. I had someone who like set up multiple accounts yesterday, you know, just, just to harass me, sending the worst stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not good. What, what that person is, it's, it's not good. It's not, it doesn't come from a place of kindness. It doesn't come from a place of caring about people. Also, trans people don't want to give a shit about you. They just want to live their lives. Also, like, it, this is what, you know when people watch Queer Eye? So mm. my friend is Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, who's a non-binary mm. person who is the most loving, caring person in the world. But the fact that people watch that show and take it in, but go, but no, I don't, I don't believe that non-binary people are real. What, that's not for you to say. Mm-hmm. and it's none of your fucking business it's well the thing is the world business. is getting so much less binary and that that is a good thing yeah. we've we've it's been told thing. we've been told for so long what uh how to how to how to be how to get in your team and be in your team but i would say yeah. if we won't form two orderly teams how will they know who to suppress how will yeah. they know who to oppress? Like that, that's the reason for it. It's like, we, we need everybody to stay in their clear space and yeah. be aware of anyone whole, who like, makes two binary groups and put, puts one group in charge of another or makes one group feel superior to another. But it's, it's, it, and it's, yeah, it's become so binary on Twitter of like, it, I mean, it was heinous. That cover of The Sun is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's horrendous. And because I disagree with JK Rowling, people have come at me like, this was your fault because you said this. No, domestic abuse is one thing. It's horrific. I never condone it. The fact that that paper gave her abuser a platform is disgusting. The fact that trans people are marginalized, are killing themselves, are getting dogs abused, and I, that's horrific. They're separate issues. They're completely separate issues. One, yeah, one tabloid journalist who I actually have genuinely forgotten the name of was like, this is your fault. You're, the cover of the sun is your fault. I was like, really, bitch? Really? Yeah. Do you don't, I don't, I, I, as, as brilliant as your Twitter feed is, I doubt that the, the, uh, the, 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 the editor of the sun says, hold on. Yeah. I'm just going to go to press, but could you just check on Nicholas? Yeah. Okay. We've got a new like, headline hey, now. Hey bitch, just wanted to check in with you. Yeah. Like, Before, I mean, it's know. just, but it's no. also, a, it's also a tribal game to kind of go, yeah. oh, you know, now everyone needs to protect JK Rowling and you know, JK Rowling is, um, I mean, it clearly has suffered abuse and that is awful. And, and in addition to that is one of the most powerful people in the world. Yeah. And you know, most influential people in the world and protected mm-hmm. people in the world now. And yeah. I, I, I find it very difficult to understand. And it's partly, I think, I guess her rarefied space and, and, and the fact that she is so protected that she thought that Black Lives Matter the pinnacle of black lives matter was a good time yeah, to that... say by the way if you're you know which of course she didn't say but the, the implication is clearly there if you are black and non-binary you're black and you're a trans woman or um a specifically a trans woman mm-hmm. and you're going to want to come into 
the if you're if you're a woman this kind of woman and you want to come into the women's lose we don't want you here because I, not you it's not yeah. you we don't want it's someone pretending to be you that might hurt us and i'm like come yeah. on but i'm like and, your fear I, like your fear is coming uh, your fear is about cis men that's that's where the fear is going from it's literally the same principle as when people homophobic people used to go you know gay men and they used to try and equate them with pedophiles this is the same thing. You're trying to equate cis women with abusers. It's complete bullshit. It's so offensive, so biased. And like, sure, saying I have all these trans friends. Where are they? Why have none of them spoken out and said, yeah, this is my girl. This is, you're just hurting the fuck out of people. You're hurting people. It's not right. And it's not the right time. It's not the right time for this conversation. And like, I hate like that. I, I'm involved because of my friends. You know, I'm just like, I want my friends to know that I am like, is someone like trolling me? Why am I checking? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it, I mean, I've had like people who set up accounts just to troll people. That's a whole other like version of sad that I don't even want to get into. But it's just, I don't know. The whole thing is gross. The timing is gross. It's not. Yeah. It's not the good. timing is particularly poor. But also just, I just, well, I tweeted that saying, trans 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 women shouldn't be allowed to use female spaces in case a man uh uses that law as a or that principle as a as an excuse to be a predator is like saying jk rowling shouldn't be allowed to have a bank account in case someone hacks it cons someone out of a lot of money and 100 you know, it, percent. It's, it's like, like always like legislate oh, based on here. what criminals might do you can't like you have to you have to protect the marginalized group and then work out a way to stop uh to stop predators preying but i don't yeah. see at all how it matters like the kickoff that the 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 old vic got when it did gender neutral lose and i went there it was so good because yeah. firstly every single loo was floor to ceiling door so no yeah. one could see under no one yeah. could see over number one number two i don't mind washing my hands next to anybody i don't see what i don't see how anyone's going to be a predator number three the old vic loos are heaving that's why they created yeah. more and gender neutral they're heaving nobody's going to attack you in the in the old vic loos and if they did there'd be so many people there to stop it that's so the thing it's, it's like a high it's, it's a high nonsense people that's... saying i'm scared to go to the old vic now i'm like no you're not you know what the loser like there there's a huge queue of people and no one's going to try and attack you there and if they did they would be restrained yeah, it, it, it makes it, no it, sense. It's the hypothetical. It's like me saying, I'm just really afraid of all ginger people, and that's just my opinion. And I don't want to yeah. be in a toilet with a ginger person, but that's my opinion. That's or I'm afraid opinion. of Irish people. <laughs> if Irish people are allowed in to lose, someone could pretend to be Irish Absolutely. and attack me. Yeah, and it's like, what? Why? Why? Why would people pretend to be Irish to attack you? They could just attack you. Number one, yeah, it's just... if a man wants to come into a loo, a man will come into a loo. Yeah, if I, a cis um... man is going to come in to attack you, he's going to find a way to attack you. Men attack I have all so the time. many scary experiences with cisgender men and zero with trans people. Like zero, zero trans women. Like, I've never like, had not this one. Experience tell you one experience once. But also, honestly, I've never. I've been in, pub in and out of public loos all my life. That's not generally where it happens. Mostly... Also, why are you so fucking concerned about who's peeing next to you? I generally let people their own space. I'm not like, 
What are you doing in there, Susan? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, want, a, I don't want anyone watching me pee. And I don't no. want anyone in the cubicle with me when I pee, no matter who they are. I don't want my husband peeing in the same room no. as me. I, no. As long as they're on the other side of a wall, I don't mind who they are. I don't mind who they are. There's plenty of gender neutral loos in small spaces anyway. And we like, all just get on and use them. You're like, Dick, I do is trying to sneak into your mansion and use your toilet. I don't think this is actually happening to you. I don't think you're in like no. McDonald's. <laughs> well, JK Rowling could like, afford to have all security. She could have security go ahead of her and build a brand new loo for her. Yeah. It, it is not a genuine, it's not, it's not no. a genuine fear. The fear is our tribe is being eroded yeah. by people saying they're women who, who they don't think are women. That's the fear. And it's, it's completely tribal. It's nothing, I really don't believe if those people were honest with themselves that they would say it's that they're frightened of being attacked in a loo. No. I think they're afraid of tribal erosion. And, and the, the, the very sad thing about that is that anybody who's identifying as a woman is not doing that of choice. Yeah. Because it's a harder life. It's, it's way a harder. harder life. It's way harder. Why? Why? Also, it's these so people just want to be themselves. Leave them alone. Leave them so alone. It's much harder to live your truth if you're a trans woman. It's so it difficult. Be, if you could possibly stay in the closet, you would. Because it's every day there's a million microaggressions. And, all, and yeah. just all people going, oh, oh, like that. They see that look a million times a day. Oh, yeah, and, and that, of course, escalates. You know, you're going home on the night bus and it's like sniggering, joking, catcalling. And you can see how that can escalate into violence so easily. It's like, yeah, it's just like saying... The things that Boris Johnson said about, like, you know, Muslim women, about mm -hmm. gay people, about black people, saying, but he just said, it's just a thing, that, what did he even say that was that bad? That mm -hmm. gives people permission. That's a little step going, hey, I'm, in, I'm a person in a big position of power, and I think this little bit, it opens the crack. It opens the crack mm -hmm. in the door for people to go, okay, I'll just slide in a bit more. Actually, I think okay. that it, it emboldens people. Of course. So people are like, and what did she say? Read her essay. She said nothing. Yeah, indeed. Nah, no, um, her influence is too huge to to say that. Can I ask you if there's any um, feminist mission or activist mission we can help you with today? We oh, can make God. a story for you. Um, what is it that you would like us to help you with? Is there a cause, a project, a charity, uh, something we can sign, get behind, anything that you have at all that you would like us to help oh, with? Oh, gosh, yes. Let me think. So I think Mermaids is a fantastic one because they've been so, what's the word I'm trying to think of? They've held themselves with such dignity throughout all of this. And right. Well, we can make a story for Mermaids. Yeah. Uh, they help teens who They're uh, incredible. And the also families the, of teens who are trans. The Rainbow Project in Northern Ireland, who I visited when I was there, um, because I feel like it's important playing a queer character on television. And when we were filming, like it's only recently that, gay marriage has become legal in Northern Ireland. So I wanted to try and lend my voice to them. They're incredible and they help families all across Northern Ireland. They're amazing. Um, there's also a thread. I did a, I did a, I did a Rick roll on Twitter the other day, but only for, only for good, only for good. Um, and I have put a list of um, charities that like pertain to black trans women. So I can send you that thread and there's like fundraisers, there is petitions if, if, I mean, not everyone's in the position to, to donate and that's completely understandable, but, and also I put up a nifty trick 
today about your email address. My brother taught me a while ago about putting your email address before so you've got an iPhone. This yeah. is very nerdy. Do you want to know that? Yeah, really. Just, <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay, so I'm, either, I'm, I like many people, I'm sending a lot of petitions right now. Um, so on your iPhone, if you go to general, um, keep, not keypads, the, the, keyboard keyboard jesus christ yes. sorry i'm not drinking this is diet coke by the way oh. and <laughs> was like well she's hammered um so you go to keyboards a uh, text replacement and you can put in like i put in my initials and then and whenever you type your initials email address pops up so it makes signing petitions really 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 quick oh yeah and i know shortcut. that it's not like going to take you a million years but if you're signing a lot of them and i think a lot of us are i've got a <clears> shortcut that, i've got yeah, a shortcut, a good shortcut. I, in, I think if i put in dfw it goes to my email address yeah. Um, oh, it's great. Uh, it's so useful. It's really useful. Um, and is there anything that you have been, we'll make stories of those. Is there mm, anything, so is there anything that um, you've been watching, listening Ooh. to, reading that you can recommend? Absolutely. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I've been rewatching Community. Have you ever seen nah. it? I start. I started rewatching Community have while in you? lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like I'll watch it if I have a lunch break or something. I'll just watch a little. It's like a little under a half hour. Yeah, um, it's, and... it's. I mean, it's such a bizarre show, and I mean that in the the best way. It's yeah. Rewatching it, I was like, oh god, I needed this. I'm watching a lot of that stuff that's really comforting, like The U.S. Office and Brooklyn Nine Nine, and all that kind of stuff. Just feels like very safe, which I feel like we need in in the world right now. Just yeah. like you know. Okay, I get this, and I get, you know, um, what else? I watched Three Identical Strangers. Oh, that's a fantastic documentary. Oh my god, it's amazing, and it's brilliant. So sad. I mean, it's very sad. I need to warn anyone who's going to watch it. Um, I've been listening. It's to... incredible, though. It's absolutely oh, incredible, and a lot of it is very. Oh wow! Like it's not like weepy, weepy, but it does. It is weepy as well. It's it's, it's, it's just wild. It's not like anything you've ever seen before. Listen to I'm adopted, Lady so I love anything. I'm adopted, so I love anything about being adopted. Yeah. Um, and it's so compelling. Oh, um, uh, anything else you've watched, read, listened to? Watch, uh, yeah, listening, listening to Lady Gaga, listening to just chromatic, <laughs> just because I'm like that's. I really want like now that you've said you were doing a dance class, I'm like I really want to learn like the rain on me dance, but I. I did dance classes when I was younger, but just not for a long time. I'm, I'm like, sure Melissa could teach anyone. you. I could just do it. It's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure Melissa could teach you. She loves that kind of thing. But if you go to Super Prof, you can either go and find Melissa Bravo's I'm writing um, it down. Website. I'm getting right. But if you want to find teachers, and I really do recommend it in lockdown. Yay. If you go to Super Prof, um, I think it's Super... Uh, just, just Google Super Prof. And okay. it's, a, it's called Prof because it's French. Um, but you can find all these amazing teachers. And that's where I found uh, Louise Young, my singing teacher, my new singing teacher. But Mansi is an amazing yoga teacher in India. And uh, she's, if you look up, if you, I think, put Mansi in, you'll find her. And amazing. I really have enjoyed doing some lessons with Mansi because Ooh. she, you know, I'm helping sort of to, not helping. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit honored to learn from her and from her practice. But I like to send something back to India Amazing. Because, you know, we don't often respect the origins. And, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Melissa sent me loads of videos um, uh, about the origins of hip-hop. She's very respectful of the origins of hip-hop. Amazing. Um, she's a young black woman who is very respectful of the origins of the dancers and always talks 
about the origins of the dancers and where they've come from. And I think it's really important. Not, I'm not just doing hip hop, I'm doing jazz, but it feels like everything. Oh, like when yeah. I've looked into it, everything, 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 all, it feels like almost all dancers or any dance I would want to learn. Yeah. The origin is it's been created by black people and, Absolutely, yeah. you know, and, and often like capitalized on ripped off by white people really quickly. Yeah. And, yeah. um, those communities have not been respected and the origins have not been respected um, as is the case with so much of our music that we love. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's been amazing. So if you, you can find teachers cause we can't go out anyway. If you're learning yoga on zoom, you might as well learn yoga with somebody who's in India. Yeah. highly recommend. Um, but if you learn that Lady Gaga dance, I can also learn it. Then we can do it together when we're allowed <laughs> yeah, out. Absolutely, yeah. I'm like, I can do that bit. I'm like, that bit's easy. And like the jump and when she does that. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm excited. Oh my God, you have to watch the video. Yeah, it's, it's great. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, uh, and can I ask you, has this <laughs> time given you any any hope for humanity, the whole lockdown everything yeah. has happened do you have any renewed hope i do do you know what i do i think there's a, a saying in ireland i don't know if it's just in ireland but an ill wind it's an ill wind that blows no good mm -hmm. and i think that's really really true you have to try and look for the positives because it is a mad it's a mad situation still having that mm -hmm. one day going are we in the middle of a pandemic is this all happening mm -hmm. are these riots in the states is, is all this like it's mind-blowing but it, it definitely has. And I think um, especially people using their platform for good, which I feel like, I mean, may, I'm, I would say maybe I'm judging. I'm 100% judging about people who don't, who have a platform and just don't do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, even if you had one cause that you care about, you're, you know, you could tweet it and 500,000 people could see it. It could, be a, it could be a petition. It could, you know, drawing attention. I'm like, why would you not? You know, some people are like, well, I'll just, you know, sell toothpaste on my Instagram, which, you know, that's fine too. But we sh I think we should use it for good. But the people, I've seen people that have never stood up before that are standing up now and I'm like, yes, that is really, really good. And the thing is, you never, you can never stand up for anything without getting some shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you just always will. That's just a fact. And um, even if it's something as simple as like, I want racism to be done. I think this is bullshit. And I think it should be over. People are still going to be like, no, I just don't get that or, or I they, they say they don't believe in it or yeah, yeah there's absolutely. a lot of bullshit out there but I've been really proud to see the people that have been willing to to stand up for it and I think also I mean I of course would have supported Black Lives Matter but never I, I didn't know how vocal to be about it because I didn't want to to overtake it or like I didn't want to I need I wanted to know my place within it yeah you didn't want to yourself and not yeah. go like this is you know I didn't I, I, I needed to educate myself more basically but I you know I appreciate so much my black friends who are sharing incredible resources and then you know willing to let us learn from them because black people don't owe us that whatsoever they don't we need to educate ourselves but I found that incredible and the willingness of people to learn and I know I've had conversations with my friends that were like this is the shit we didn't know growing up because I grew up in a really white place um like there was no white people in the village where I grew up in my school it just wasn't it just wasn't a thing so I was really ignorant about just a lot of black culture growing up I didn't hear bad shit which was great I didn't hear racism so that was like very foreign to me that whole thing but then I've I think I used to kind of give myself um 
a little past about it. And I'm like, well, I didn't hear that stuff growing up and I never said it. So, but then I'm like, but you need to educate yourself about what you don't know as well. There's, mm -hmm. you know, I think we all need, people have accepted and I hope that I have to accepted my shortcomings and what I didn't know. And yeah, having time, I think it, it's a perfect storm and it's a really good time to do that now. And um, yeah, and also people that are willing to just, again, like stand up for trans rights as well that haven't done it. And because it was so funny, someone tweeted me being like, you're just doing this for likes. You're just doing, and I was like, I am getting dogs yeah. abuse. If I wanted to get likes, I literally could just tweet a picture of my boobs because they're great. That would just <laughs> rack them up. Yeah, you know, I mean, no one could disagree with that, but I'm not. Gonna no one. Anyway. I mean, you, you would you would always find one person, but it would not You'd be always, the torrent that of. That would be jealousy, Deborah. The torrent of abuse. Indeed. Yeah, but no, it's not. Um, it's not. Um, yeah, no, indeed. We need to educate ourselves and we did it. I feel like almost all white people have done something between act of harm and not enough. And yeah. I would put myself 100%. in the not enough category. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, I have, you know, very much tried with the Guilty Feminist to make it a place um, with uh, a multitude of voices. And, and, but I feel a lot like the way I felt about men during me too who went but i've always been an ally and like mm -hmm. you've you've been an ally in ways that haven't really cost you yeah and now it's time to become an ally in ways that cost us yeah and i that's, think yeah that's that's where i'm at now i'm like yes yeah you i mean uh, uh act you you act you actively went out of your way and you did try and do things and you did some good things but you didn't do it in a way that cost you very much hundred percent and you need to go and to I the think people that's... that are the one the people that are suffering in the situation not like well i think i did fine it's not about what we did. i just think we evidently could have done say, more what do you what evidently do you i could have done more evidently like obviously because look at it look at it look at it look at it did you do enough no you didn't no not when you see the pain like radiating off people now so you know mm -hmm. um can i ask you are there any habits you might take from lockdown into uh the next phase the post lockdown phase anything that oh, you started to enjoy or you just think this is better do you know like what? From... i feel like i am i do a zoom quiz every sunday mm -hmm. um it's such a motley crew of people so there's my sister there's jvn <laughs> oh jonathan's auntie and best friend from high school nice my best friend from school um, sometimes Louisa from Dairy Girls, she joins in. My brother has joined, um, but we dress we dress up every week. Nice. <laughs> and a different person writes the quiz every week. But I feel like I'm really going to miss that actually. So maybe you might keep keep that. And I think some of these things won't be every week anymore because people yeah. will have busy lives again. But it might be good to keep. You might say, look, whoever can join us on Sunday, we're you know we're still yeah. going to do it or one the first Sunday of the month or something like that. Um, yeah. I think that sounds, that's great. I think we still might do more of this sort of Zoom connecting with people we love who aren't in the same country. Yeah, or in the I same have a city. friend, um, when I was 19, I did an Erasmus year in Malta. Oh, sorry, my battery started doing things there. Oh, hello. Uh, it's fine, I have 20%, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, actually, if anyone wants to follow a small business, um, it's called Murphy's Farm. They have the nice Instagram in the world but they're a small business in Alistair in Canada but I hadn't spoken to her in so long and um, I reconnected with her because of this because like oh now I have time I think we're so used to going I don't have time I'm just really busy and all this stuff and you know it's not yeah. it's when you go oh I have the time yeah so, 
yeah we, we we are making the time now it's different. making the time yeah um and do you have any anything to show us in your house it could be a pet i did hear a little dog oh um it oh. could be a costume you heard a dog i heard a dog oh my god i don't have a dog <laughs> really i who else heard a dog oh my god is there a ghost a it's a wait it's a ghost dog like have there... you got a ghost dog <laughs> oh my god what? oh my god this uh, is yeah, like the... you know what i have a couple of things this is just show, show how shitty bad i am at tidying up it's it's not one of my best qualities i'm quite messy this I'm was quite, from I'm, last week's zoom messy. quiz which was meant to be yourself in the 90s but myself in the 90s was just like a ponytail and a t-shirt so it, it wasn't like very exciting but i did blossom oh nice yes so i did blossom i also have Adorable. a previous wig let me see this was um oh she's not looking well this is um anna nicole smith oh wow so i mean it was kind of one of these situations nice um yeah there's there's a lot of detritus from from pre previous quizzes i just sort of tend to amazing have, like, my um this is terrible this is terrible my old prosecco corks <laughs> <gasps> wow that is an eclectic bedroom that this, is eclectic. This, this was this is the guest room my own room is is a lot even more kooky because it's not changed much since i was a teenager so there's like a busted poster in inside the wardrobe and just a whole bunch of <gasps> shit on the walls and oh my god amazing because yeah. <laughs> in tv shows when people go home and they've always still got their teenage posters up and i'm like my mother as soon as we left home was like oh, really? painting walls and stuff like that um so i love that you still have a busted poster i think that i, was um, the, I think i was because i was the baby i got a little bit i got you know more dispensation they were just nice. like i know my poor they, siblings are like Fuck they didn't want to remove the last remnants of the baby yeah 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 there i know there's still the t old teddy bears in there and all that kind of stuff no nice. we like why do you change it i'm like i have a flat <laughs> and i have an adult you know i have cocktail shakers and i have nice glasses and stuff but you know it's nice to go home to your old bedroom if you can that is nice it brings <laughs> back all the sort of memories and yeah. uh and the way that you felt then uh, when you still have those mementos um can i ask you do you have any um new i'm a feminist butts because of this is there anything that you like are now like because i have an mm. i'm a feminist but i truly believe the first thursday after lockdown we will come out and applaud the waxes um i think we will we will they i think hairdressers will become key workers I believe yeah, they will work yeah. 22 hours a day. Do you have any I'm feminist parts that yeah. because of lockdown you are like, oh. Uh, I'm a feminist, but I have fancied every single man on every television program I have watched since lockdown began. And I feel like I might need to start writing them love letters. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm a feminist, but I fancied Pen Badgley in you, even though I was like, it's like, yeah, he's a murderer, but like, you know, he's a mega stalker. <laughs> he's a mega stalker. But I, like, my brain was just like, do you know what? The bar is low right now. I, the uh, only other human being I'm seeing is my mother. So like, what? But no, then in I, real life, he's like a very right on dude. I feel like, I feel oh, like sure it balances out. I'm sure in real life, I have issues with that show. I watched the first season yeah. and then I was like, and I was actually a recent Guilty Feminist, I talk about it. It was one we recorded in America where I'd only just watched it and um, uh, just was going, 
I'm my thing was I'm a feminist, but there are sometimes I start rooting for him because yeah. of the way stories work. Yeah. I'm like, oh, quickly get it out of the way before she sees it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, 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 he's yeah. a bad man. He's a stalker. Yeah. He's a murderer. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and finally, because before we get cut off, because I think we get cut off in an, uh, in, a, in a one hour and we're nearly at the one okay. hour. Um, if lockdown was over and you could go back to doing anything you were doing before, what are you desperate to do? What would you do first? Oh gosh. So my thing was that I really wanted to cuddle my niece and nephews because they only live down oh. the road. But I have gotten to do that since. So that's that was like the biggest relief. I miss wow. them so, so much. I never post pictures of them online or anything because I'm very like protective of them. But they're my life. I love them so much. Um, after, my, after that on my list, the other thing that I really want to do is have Jack Rook and my friend Camilla Whitehill at my flat. And when oh. they're like, my flat is so small it's it's a shoebox and we are in there and we like order Indian food and we drink loads of wine and fancy glasses nice. and Jack talks to my Alexa in a Scottish accent <laughs> nice but I just I just yeah I just want them there and like just yeah we like, we just do nothing but I, I just really miss that so yeah that's absolutely lovely well I look forward to a time when you can do that again I can't I think that time will be quite soon again I hope um, so We'll have to bring you over for one of those nights. I got oh. a lot of I got a lot of free fancy gin when I presented. I presented a BAFTA at the Scottish BAFTAs, and oh. they gave us an incredible amount of gin. With Jack, you know, Jack's had a fair amount of that gin, but I I will I'll make I'll make a cocktail for you. That's another skill I've, I've learned in lockdown: making margaritas. Would absolutely love that. That yeah. would, <laughs> that would make my life. I I feel the need for that quite significantly. Well, you're moment. more than welcome. Nicola, I don't know what your T-shirt's going to be, but I, we have had some people. So every day um, because when we do the new, new normal, the merch store makes a T-shirt based on something you've said, and then the profits come directly to you. And if you're financially okay, you can redirect them to another uh, performer, but they can come to you if you're not working at the moment. You, they, you just just take the profits. Um, and it's made on demand. Uh, we can trace the fabric locally. Amazing. You know, uh, and the merch store give a hundred percent of the profits to the artist. No, Guilty Purpose doesn't take anything, and the merch store doesn't take anything. So, any suggestions? Um, so people were suggesting T-shirts early on. Uh, one of them was oh, I just have to scroll back. Of so it has to be something you've said. Oh God, um, I hope I said something in some way. <laughs> yeah, no, you did, you did. Uh, but I can't. I'm just trying to see what people suggested. I should have made up a catchphrase like "What the cheese?" and then you'd be like, "Oh well, that see, you've said that now." Smooth <laughs> if nothing dolphin. else happens, that that one's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cheese? What the cheese? Smooth as a dolphin. Um, somebody was going to say. Someone was saying something about corsets, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, people are just people are here quoting a lot of Claire here. Um, yeah. I can't <laughs> I know, I think a ghost dog is a Lisa McGee quote. I can't claim that. It's just so happened there might have been a ghost dog in this house, but <laughs> there was a ghost dog, yeah, exactly. The ghost dog of lockdown. So, that, so who knows what Hannah will pick. Um, I've somehow made this come on now. I don't understand why I'm now seeing my keyboard. Um, I'm just going to have to comment something. <laughs> I'm just going to comment M to make it go away, but it's still not going away. Um, <laughs> somebody says, just steal Troy and Abbott in the morning. <laughs> oh, stressful manifest. Oh, here are the recommendations. I am an old millennial okay. and the stress will manifest. Um, That's quite so a negative. <laughs> the stress will manifest. Stress will manifest. <laughs> the stress will manifest. Um, yeah. Um, 
Old, old millennials are good t-shirt. I reckon you sell quite a few of those. Oh, an old man. Yeah, okay. I, uh, but people are also now liking what the cheese. I mean, <laughs> so what would you most buy from Nicola, from, from the merch store <laughs> that the proceeds would go to Nicola? People, are you I, wanting I what the cheese or would you prefer old millennial? I reckon old millennial you'd get quite a few of those. Yeah. It says It says the new normal and then it says stay at home and then it says your uh, quote with then you know your name on it so um old millennial i would get that um who are you going to call ghost dog what the cheese okay no bonnets in sight um what the cheese people are liking <laughs> okay so it's between old millennial and what the cheese so <laughs> hannah from the merch store i can't make this go away so i can't see you but oh there we are that's gone um what the what the queso um so love queso uh, oh so old millennial, old millennial. I reckon you're going to sell more old millennials. Okay, old um, millennial. And uh, I will, I'm going to redirect the funds to, I'm going to see what charity I would like to direct to a charity that supports black trans women because I feel like it is the time to be doing that and supporting, supporting our sisters. Um, Travis Alabanza did this and because there's not, very, I mean, you don't, it's, it's not an enormous amount of money because if you, you sell five t-shirts and you I'm, I will, I will tell you right um, now, but, I, will, I will, I will double whatever people buy and donate it. That is my promise. Oh, Nicola, that's so lovely. I'd that's be very proud so, to do that. Absolutely. So, so lovely. Um, all right, well, we'll talk, but you have been a wonderful, wonderful guest. Thank you so much. This has been so lovely and thank you so much for asking me and having me. We're so proud to have you on and, uh, and uh, see, see you soon. Let's, let's message offline as well. And, yes, definitely. Um, uh, it's just been wonderful to see your very beautiful face. And let's do oh, more, and yours, more and yours. guilty feminists of activism and comedy and lovely stuff all on the other side of this. Yes. Bye. Lots of love. Bye, Bye everybody. Uh, we'll we will, um, we will, uh, we will uh, post uh, the mermaid, um, mermaid story after this as well um and we will also post you can find the t-shirts at guiltyfeminist.com if you go to merch and they're all under um stay at home or new normal t-shirts um you, you'll be able to find them there uh but also i will post when we have our next guest we're not doing the show every day anymore because partly because um, i've got a lot of scripts to write and partly because we're coming out of lockdown a little bit but uh we are we Keep on watching our socials and you'll find out when the next one is. I think I'm going to try and do one every Friday, but I might do a few extra as well. Lots of love. Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why? 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.